0: You're listening to United Q podcast. We are brought to you by Pro Q, Kamado Joe, ThermoPen and Smoke with Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Komando Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen instant read thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. On this week's show, we've got Marcus. Hi, Marcus. How are you doing?
1: Hey, guys. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. Great to have you on all again. Right? It's been a
1: while. It has, yeah, yeah. Was it's, it's, uh, yeah, glad glad to get a call from you, and uh, yeah, looking forward to this. So yeah, well, it's you've always been, nice been to catch up. busy.
0: We've been uh, keeping eyes on on everything you've been doing. It's been a, a, an epic uh, summer. I won't say season because, you know, we don't believe there's uh, much of a season. But uh, it's been an epic summer for you. This, you've been all over the place doing amazing things.
1: No, oh, it has. It has. I mean, uh, it's stepped up year on year. But this year, I just—I uh, mean—it's been pretty awesome, actually. I—I've I, struggled to keep up with it. Actually, this year, it's been been a, a lot of hard work. But actually, some of the opportunities have been amazing, and uh, it's yeah, sort of blown me away really.
0: Place, which has been great. It's great to see you uh, getting around and doing all these different things. It's been and cooking different styles and demoing different styles and stuff. It's been really interesting to see uh, to see you moving about.
1: Yeah, I've, I've done a lot of, lot of miles this summer, let's say. Um, lo- you know, a lot of stuff from home as well. A lot of, uh, The, the bar- UK barbecue school's been, been really ticking over nicely, a couple of classes a month and loads of people sort of getting into it. But yeah, I've been sort of uh, traipsing up and down the country, doing events, uh, doing some cool stuff in the background as well, which is nice. Uh, will hopefully become apparent in the future. And yeah, it's been uh, been a really amazing year you know i got to chat chat and catch up with lots of people which is always good and you know meet lots of new people
2: and awesome. youtube's going well as well you still still on the rise of the youtube videos going down good
1: yeah i've, I've kept up with my uh one a week which has been it, it's not easy to, to to put out a good video a week but uh, i've kept up with it and hopefully my content has. Um, has improved. The quality of my videos has improved and I've been doing lots of new stuff as well. I'm a bit obsessed with this whole charcoal melting thing at the moment. You've probably, <laughs> uh, probably seen that a few times. Um, the, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. You know, I've been, been experimenting with different fats. I started off with like butter and then putting like herbs and stuff and, uh, spices in and then the charcoal on top that sort of melts it. But, um, I've been trying other fats as well. Like bone marrow has been a really good one. Um, and butter as well, and 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 like the I did a, a maple butter on mm. some pineapple and melted it on with the charcoal. That's that's uh, a, been a really good one. So trying different things and coconut coconut fat as well. The you know that's been um, a really good find. And I've been doing like spiced coconut fat and melting it with fire and like the whole flambadoo thing as well. Um, I did a tandoor style chicken and I melted some. Um, using the flambeau, some uh, spiced Indian spiced coconut oil um, onto it, and sort of flame that on. That
0: was just, that was so good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of
2: happened. coconut oil. Sorry, Dan, I yeah. just butted into you there, but I was. <clears throat> don't worry, I was
0: just going to just explain what what we're talking about. Uh, so if if you haven't seen, like Marcus, been so basically like stuff like cooking a steak, and then uh, putting like some charcoal on top of the steak, and then putting some. Uh, like a like a herb butter or a spice butter or something on top of that so it sort of melts into the into yeah. the steak is that right like sort of basic, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so so you have the steak and then the, the the herb butter and then you put the charcoal on top of that and it sizzles and it sort of melts so rather than just putting a compound butter on the steak to melt with the heat as it rests you're actually sort of um searing it in again with the charcoal and melting yeah. it and burning it in it. It's really good, really good technique. I'm surprised um, not many more people have have, uh, sort of picked up on it, really.
0: Um, What's really interesting is is going back, I mentioned it in the podcast, it was ages ago, and and I got served a satay dish over here, and uh, how they served it was on a mini barbecue, and then inside the mini barbecue they had, uh, they had like, it was just a couple of small pieces of charcoal, and then they put some uh, beef fat on top, and it yeah. was for no other reason except for the the theatre and the aroma almost. But they brought like yeah. this little tiny. It's like it's a little little tiny thing. They brought it to the table and the satay was on top, and uh, and it just smelled incredible. And I'm sat there thinking, like, it smells like incredible. And I'm looking inside, and that's what they had done is they'd put a tiny bit of charcoal in the serving dish, yeah. Then put a beef fat inside, so the the aroma that was like filling up like, or, like surrounding us was. It was just incredible it just smelled fantastic and I just thought it was a really good idea as well as a as a, a sort of a serving idea or serving technique that's quite cool.
1: I think so I mean I, I love a bit of sort of uh, theatre and um, you know using your senses as well and you know hitting that smell and the sizzling of the fat and you know would would obviously be amazing you know because you know sometimes if you just plonked a plate of food you don't get all the senses i've often thought in the no. restaurant whereas, yeah. whereas actually if you stood near a smoker or something or in a smoke house you've got the smoke and boom but if it's just in a restaurant and the smoker's at the back maybe you're not getting that real sort of feeling that that's you know we all love you know because smoke and fire gives you that you know and serving barbecue in a restaurant i think is quite difficult because you're removing it from that yeah so putting a bit of
0: theater back in is a good thing i think definitely definitely Sorry, Ben, I completely interrupted you two minutes ago. Do you want to jump in, back in with no, what
2: you were just going to say? Yeah, it's fine. No, no, don't care. <laughs> <You> forgot, <mate. laughs> no, I was just scared. I, don't, like, don't I hadn't thought of doing that sort of thing with like, using coconut oil because I'm a huge fan of coconut oil. I'll actually just even get a spoonful of it out of the tub and just eat it like that because it just yeah. tastes so good on its own, doesn't it? here's
1: one that i i haven't tried yet that i want to is mix some of the coconut so it's quite solid isn't it in the jar or whatever yeah. um, mix some of that with some like thai spices and then you know cook like i don't know um some chicken or pork or something and then um melt it on with you know the the, the, the coconut butter with the charcoal onto onto the the, the meat and that would be amazing i think
2: mm. Yeah, I, did, I actually what, like, did it. With you. Oh, stop biting sorry. in, Dan. Sorry, sorry. So, so on, 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 I on, on. thought we were professional broadcasters.
0: On. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just, you go. So, it's so
2: out of practice now.
0: I'll climb back in my
2: hole. <laughs> I was just to say, before we can move on, then I was just did a dirty steak the other day because Louise came to me. She says oh this dirty steak i don't think you've ever actually even cooked a dirty steak for me as like, i definitely have because i've had it loads of times yeah. and she's like no nope, i can't ever remember having it so so i did a couple on the furos the other night and did based on seeing you doing all these things recently i just got crumbled my yeah. blue cheese on top and then just stu- yeah. stuck a burning bit of coal up on top of the blue cheese and yeah it melted yeah. it melted it in perfectly it adds that kind of burnt flavor that tastes so good extra umami around it and, and blue it is
1: it's that sorry to interrupt
2: i give it i give up i'm leaving you two i'll leave you two to it's, it I don't, i'm fine with it it's,
1: it's that it's that levels of flavor isn't it and um I, i've been thinking more and more about this and and barbecue i think what makes it magic is those levels of flavor so you've got the the flavor of the food the meat or fish or whatever then you've got the if you apply like a dry rub or a seasoning and then you've got the, the smoke and the heat that flavor and then you can add sort of other flavors you know uh, when you're resting it so it's having all those levels of flavor and having them all sort of singing together in harmony i think which is what makes
0: barbecue magic for me stunned silence
2: <laughs> i agree Yeah, no,
0: just waiting to make sure we didn't interrupt <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah no no definitely definitely i completely agree yeah yeah
1: and uh that's that's the exciting thing and you know the the whole charcoal melting thing is really good because it just adds that extra level of flavor that normally you say oh yeah we all say oh yeah rest rest your food after you've cooked it but actually that is a real opportunity to add another level of flavor i think
0: yeah i 100 percent agree and like i was going to say a minute ago was about the uh the guys uh the tandoor guys when i was in when I was in India, the tandoori guys after so they'd marinate and spice the uh, the chicken or whatever, and then they would cook it, and then they'd they, after they bring it out, they'd also then use the same flavour profile to layer again, like another. So what you were saying about putting the like the Thai spices in with the butter and then drizzling it over or melting it on top with some charcoal, yeah. again it's just sort of layering layering flavour again in different ways and, and slightly different uh, sort of takes on it. Cause again, cause once once a spice is cooked or, or uh has been using a marinade it changes the flavor profile slightly so it's, it's layering back on these different things in different ways and then it also complements but adds a different layer of texture or a different layer of of uh of that flavor and it's, it's it's really interesting yeah
1: well what they do in india is say they get some like uh, spiced oil like you know and they'll put like a chunk of charcoal in and that'll mm. burn and um, add a nice sort of seared charcoal sort of flavor. And then I'll pour that uh, spiced oil over like a dal, Yeah. and yeah. Um, it just adds that extra sort of depth of flavour that you get. And I, I love that. And that's that's one of the things that inspired me. The other was um, a book by uh, Jamie Perviens, a Weber Weber author, and um, he he did like a pork chop with like a herb butter and melted it with the, the 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 charcoal. And just seeing that just set me off on a whole new thing. Um, I'm loving it at the moment. It's just it's brilliant, you know. Uh, the the and and doya butter was really good. I did on on a uh, a pork chop recently. I've been doing that a lot this summer, and uh, it's just just stunning.
2: Excellent, mm. <laughs> it is. And it's it's just one of those simple, simple to do. Last minute at the end of a cook, you can just add that extra little flair right there at the end. It's no big deal, is it?
1: Uh, and 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 you can take it to the table and serve it like that with the theater of that charcoal sizzling away and uh, that's pretty special to do that as well yeah. it doesn't have to be like like Dan's little pot of uh, of uh, burning fat um, <laughs> you can you can do that and you know take you know barbecues about not just levels of flavor but a bit of theater as well isn't it i think and yeah. you know it's you can add that theater by by doing something like that
2: have you ever had it? The, the fat content so high actually that you have set a new fire going on top of it.
1: Um, not really. So I, I, I was doing last year. I was doing like the burning sticks, the silver birch sticks with the yeah. putting bone marrow on stuff, and that was amazing. Um, uh, yeah, it didn't quite catch fire, but yeah, certainly <laughs> uh, you get a few few worries when it's kicking off like that. It's uh, it gets a bit a bit exciting when uh, there's fat. Burning fat, flying everywhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty good, really. So pretty good. Not not too. You know, um, fat's got to get quite hot for it to
2: catch fire. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, no, it's a cool technique. I'm interested to see what everyone keeps doing with it because everyone's getting involved with it now, and it's is a great little thing to be trying out to add a different layer of flavor to a sauce.
1: Uh, you know, you know me. I love sort of pushing a few sort of boundaries and things, and um, it sometimes takes a while for these things to sort of uh catch on a bit and other people to sort of try uh it's like dirty steaks i mean I, I look back and I did my first dirty steak about seven or eight years ago and I, I I love I loved it then and I still love it now and uh I'm just sort of seeing more, starting to see more and more people try it for a long time people sort of didn't really and um, it's good to see people trying that, and again, it's not something I've come up with. But I've been trying to encourage people to try new things, and that's that's one yeah. of those things. You know, you're, you're just a stuff.
2: dirty guy, aren't you? Dirty oh, sauces, yeah. dirty <laughs> steaks.
1: Oh, yeah, I am. Dirty bastes. So, yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 I've heard it say I'm a dirty baster, but yeah. um, <laughs> this is a family show, isn't it? So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually, we, when cool. we were at Spoga, we cooked about this, this uh, chap called Gustav. I can't remember where he's from, Estonia, I think, and he, he threw about eight steaks just into the coals into the bottom of the kamado joe and it was just so much smoke bellowing out you couldn't even see them again He was like "I'm <laughs> going to waft his way to find them in the bottom of this fire pit <laughs> i've got some good well, photos but you the photo he's like get a photo of the steak as like, i can't see it for all the smoke <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's brilliant i i love seeing it when something is you know and it's not for everyone is it some people don't, don't work but you, usually i find that um it's if somebody tries it and they're not haven't enjoyed it quite often. It's because um, they they've done something sort of different. You know, they've they've used um, uh, like lump, not not lump, because you should use really good quality lump words So either they've used like instant light or briquettes or one um, yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, no, they're exactly.
2: no longer with us anymore.
1: <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard one uh, guy who fuel. used um, <laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've heard about one guy who used um lava rocks at the bottom of a gas grill oh. and wondered why it was uh, quite quite crunchy and nasty tasting so uh, yeah
2: <laughs> Adds to the text.
1: to well.
2: good texture <laughs>
1: yeah i cooked some um, lovely scallops yesterday and i cooked them in the shell just popped them in in, in the uh in in the the red hot charcoal and uh, went for a bit of chimichurri on uh, mm. which was a new new oh, no. thing i wanted to try i've got you know i've always gone like garlic butter and stuff and things and other flavors but chimichurri on the
0: scallops worked really nice just a little bit i actually you know. saw something attached to this i'm going to jump in here actually uh nicholas exter commented on your photo didn't he of the uh, scallops he did yeah yeah i had a, a, a up big.
1: from him and uh, yeah i was i was pretty chuffed with that he's a bit of a of a hero of mine i went to one of his meals he did in somerset um back in the summer that was uh, that was pretty
0: pretty good no awesome awesome now it's really cool i mean it's what an amazing chef to to be sort of big enough what you're doing which is cool uh yeah yeah, i mean back to the chimney with the 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 scallops i mean we all love herbs and stuff with our our scallops and uh, i mean with our seafood so it makes sense really i mean to have something ultra herby like a a uh yeah chimichurri for instance yeah definitely definitely i've, mm. I've
1: also been doing like uh, uh chimichurri bread so like uh garlic bread but brushed with chimichurri instead that's pretty good oh, nice Nice. So okay, and then and then you grill grill that and uh, um, get that. So yeah, that's.
0: And you put some charcoal on some <laughs> chimichurri <flour. laughs>
1: That's a good idea.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm full of good ideas. I just yeah. copyrighted that. Yeah, go for it.
2: <laughs> it won't be long before we see you. instead of your scotch egg, we put a bit of charcoal in the middle and wrap the meat round it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That good. I was just saying about it like with with charcoal in food and stuff like the whole activated charcoal we've talked about it plenty of times before but it's still on the rise and I saw like a magazine the other day that had a whole massive section on like activated charcoal sourdoughs and cakes oh. and all sorts of things and yeah. it is still a very on the rise product to going out there isn't it?
1: Yeah. i've tried a few things and I, I don't know it just didn't really add a lot to me apart from the color it certainly doesn't add flavor because it's so sterile the the, yeah. the charcoal they use
2: i think it's um, a lot it more about health benefits i think with like digestion yeah. and stuff when it comes to using it rather yeah. rather than a much to do of yeah. oh this tastes amazing it's got charcoal in it i think it is more about vis- yeah. visuals and and also the health benefits to keeping a healthy gut yeah oh nice
0: <laughs> well, i was looking at so i got like uh oxy charcoal i got matt to send me down like a load of different uh charcoal samples like uh, a three or four years back when i was looking at possibly uh putting out a rub and uh and i was looking at putting adding some charcoal to it and then a very famous one came out at the same time so i just didn't bother <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh I was actually using real charcoal, not, not or not 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 real charcoal, but I was using uh, charcoal from Matt, uh, proper lump wood, and I was grinding it down in a, yeah. in a spice grinder. And actually, the different woods gave different textures because they would actually grind down to a different sort of, uh, I guess, crystallized form. So they would also give a, a, a texture on the outside of a steak as well. And uh, some of those did have. It was. It's a hard flavour to to explain. It's, it, I would say it's a very earthy, uh, sort of an earthy tone to it. Real, real earthy sort of tone to it. Uh, and it did affect the rub actually. And I was I was playing around with it, but I guess like the the activated charcoal powders and stuff you buy are, are very very different uh, things to that. So it's yeah. it's just interesting to to think about. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's cool. Well, I think. What well, I have of the contrast to the. Like the black contrast of the color of it, but I think, other than that, if you use uh, like real charcoal and grind it down, I don't know whether that's a legal thing to do or not. But
2: <laughs> is that activated? Do that. What does activated um, mean? Uh, it's,
1: pure, it's pure <laughs> and clean, I think. And uh, yeah, it's uh,
2: we like a
0: day though, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and uh, yeah, another thing I've been doing on on that sort of same vein, I've been um getting like herbs, like it's bay's one of my favorite, um, rosemary, and I've been um burning them um till mm-hmm. they sort of crisp up, blitzing them up with some salt, and then adding that like bay salt on uh, sort yeah, of steak yeah. lamb. It's really nice um, you get that extra sort of um, you know, the the, the toastiness of when you burn the herbs and grind it up with mm-hmm. salt, and it's it's pretty brilliant. I have seen uh, uh, Nicholas did uh, um, in his book. He did hay salt, and mm, uh, you yeah. know, burnt burnt the hay, um, and then mixed that with salt and sprinkled that on. That's great. But I mean, I've been doing that with herbs and stuff, and that's really
2: nice. Yeah, Amazing. I did. I did try cool. the same thing. I think after I got Nicholas's book, I I went out in the garden. I was burning rosemary and burning bay leaves. And there is, there's a, I think, the same burning them. If you do burn them, it goes too far, and it does actually go beyond a taste. Like I've, yeah, I, I've burnt stuff. I mean, like, yeah, it just tastes like a burnt piece of wood or something. It doesn't actually taste like rosemary anymore. So, it is definitely more of a toasting than a burning, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: definitely. Yeah. It's having a bit of a range in there, I've found. So you get a little
2: bit of burnt and a little bit of toasty. Yeah. And, uh, my daughter, yeah, just... I was crazy, sat in the garden eating burnt <laughs> herbs out of the garden. <laughs> like, just experimenting. <laughs> oh, no, that tastes gross. Oh, that tastes gross, too. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: think I think my neighbors have got me uh, um, down as crazy as well. I mean, yeah. they've they got used to me over the years, but yeah, I'm out there burning bits of wood and herbs and all sorts. Yeah.
2: So i'm gonna I'm gonna get these people onto the podcast soon because i I feel like I, I, yeah, not those <laughs> no those people, i was at u c f f um for the last couple of days and there mm. was a company there called uh, santa Maria they make oh, yeah, yeah. they make like peppers and mm. herb mixes and stuff like that but they they had a bus there and you could go inside the bus and you had a, a i'm gonna call it a lecture we had a forty minute lecture on on how like where you where pepper comes from um all the different colors of pepper like how they're produced Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize i'm maybe i'm Mm -hmm. just i'm I'm stupid to all but i i didn't even realize that a green peppercorn a black peppercorn like that they were all even the same peppercorn it's just picked at a different time so like i've been on
1: i've been on the bus as well
2: It's It's fascinating, isn't it it, it's for me it's a bit like when i went to Plymouth Gin tour, and we did this distillery tour, and you try all the different gins, and you suddenly discover something you just never even realised before. Like I've never c- crushed up a peppercorn in my hand and held it there for twenty seconds and smelt it to see what it smells like, and it smelt of tea, tr- tea tree oil was coming from it. And you think this is something I've never had before, and I I was fascinated yeah. by it. So I need to get them on to do a podcast and talk us through it. Might have to post everyone out peppercorns, so crushing their hands.
1: Have, have you ever tried burning pepper? Because uh, it's quite, um, I, I guess, bitter, quite a strong yeah. thing. And um, if you do that, you'll you'll never put um, pepper on a steak before you cook it. Yeah, I don't. Um, in a I don't really, ever yeah. again. Yeah. No, I, I, I stopped doing that years ago. Um, mm. And um, I always treat. So I I'll salt meat. But um, usually once I've I've seared it um, and then I'll sprinkle a bit of pepper on at the end um, and uh, it, you can, can actually taste the pepper then properly instead of it burning and because uh, it burns quite easily. So
2: Yeah. Right, guys, you need some input from you two because I've got something which I think you can help me with. Right, whilst I was at UCFF, mm. I, I saw a guy carrying in this big box of vegetables and in the box he had... What I've wanted to get for a long, long time now, and never been able to find mm. one—a whole jackfruit. So I've yeah. I've wanted a jackfruit now for ages because I've been told it's the the vegan equivalent of pulled pork. It's the it's the best thing you can have in that world, and I've I've wanted to get it to try it so I can add it to my repertoire. But I've never been able to find mm. one at all. I saw one once in London and it was like really expensive and i was on the train as i was like, There's no way i can carry that all the way home so yeah. that, that was it i'd never seen one and this guy's carrying one in and i thought oh he's going to be cooking with that so i'll have to go and try it at some point and got towards the end of the day and it was still just there hole on the side so i went up to him and i was like can i uh ask what you're going to do with this jackfruit he's like oh, nothing we'll just take it back with us i was like oh, I'd I'd love to have it. If you don't want it, I'd love to take it off your hands. So he went, oh, we'll ask the the boss. And then about 10 minutes later, they just brought this big jackfruit over to me. So sat at home (laughs) on my kitchen side is a whole jackfruit. It's the biggest, ugliest fruit I've ever seen, but I can't wait to do something with it. And I need to do it pretty soon because I don't know how long it's going to keep for, but it's sat there on my kitchen side. So I think... Tonight I've got to do something with this jackfruit. What do I do? So oh, so
1: I I congratulations by the way. <laughs> <I'll send laughs> I saw your pic- <laughs> I saw the picture. Yeah, you had a big big grin on your face <laughs> carrying the jackfruit. Um I, I I don't know I haven't cooked with it yet, but um from what I'm aware is that it's quite the, the, the sort of pulled pork is from the sorry, the pulled jackfruit is from the unripe. Jack yeah, fruit. from the young so jackfruit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how it goes when it's sort oh, of great. fully ripe and stuff. So <laughs> yeah,
0: you Goins want to get a tin jackfruit for the pool, the pool jackfruit? I'm afraid.
2: What tinned? Yeah, <laughs> I've got that. Yeah. I thought I wanted a yeah. big one. <laughs> nah, no, no. <laughs> get the tin stuff a, in Sainsbury's.
0: <laughs> that's a ripe jackfruit you've got there. So, uh, so now you are just what? gonna yeah. eat it. <laughs> it's delicious.
1: It's massive. So does it lose its stringiness or something when it... Uh,
0: right. Yeah, so it's got more of a, a meaty texture when it's uh, when it's considered like young jackfruit, basically.
2: So what's mine going to be like then? I don't know. Try it. Let us know
0: because it, this yeah. is just stuff that like, I'd, I'd heard. And so I've not really actually tested out like young jackfruit against ripe jackfruit, to be honest. So maybe this is the chance for you to do that. Maybe it'd be a good post, actually. Maybe you do it. Yeah.
2: I just, because like, yeah. I've just got one and it's big and it's quite it's quite holy to me now. It's like the sacred jackfruit of the house. I just don't, yeah. do I, I just don't know if I've ever just put the whole thing in, in the Kamado Joe and just leave it there or am I going to peel it? Am I going to chop it in half? What am I going to do with it?
1: I don't know. We don't get many <laughs> jackfruits down here in Devon. So, no. uh,
2: this is it. Yeah. No, No one can advise me on it. So I'm just going to. Well, just, just, just looking gonna... on the
0: internet here, it says that uh, also a young jackfruit has a very neutral taste, uh, whereas actually like a ripe jackfruit is is, is quite a... I would say it's, it's, it's a very pungent sort of fruit. It's, it's a very fruity fruit. So oh, God. I don't think that would be necessarily <laughs> bad, though. I mean, it could be a really delicious uh, barbecue roll, I think. I mean, the real fruity one. So give it a
2: try. Yeah. Do you is it going to be... Like, I've, I've had a jackfruit dish before and it was i'd say it was a lot more like a kind of butternut squashy sort of flavor about it i thought but now i'm just mm. i'm thinking with this one is it what's it going to be like it's, it is a fruit isn't it so is it a, is it a sweeter flavor
0: yeah i mean when when you open it up again uh so like a durian it's like uh if that whole thing isn't the fruit there's like little pockets there's like little uh I don't know what you could call them, like not like berries, but or seeds, but like, I suppose sort of like they're like little, uh, I don't know, like sacks of fruit inside uh, jackfruit. So like, they go around all the outside of that like big ball you've got, basically. So when you open it up, you'll pull out all of these, and that's the fruit you eat. And yeah, it is sweet. Uh, hmm. it's, it's delicious, actually. Really, really good. It's really common over here.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I'll ask ask you guys because. Dan, it's, when I showed him a photo, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've seen loads of those before," but this is my first one. Yeah, we enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to eat the whole but, thing tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just freeze it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always bring some around to me, and I'll try it as well.
2: Might cut it in yeah. half and just send you half.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never cooked with it, so it would be something new for me. So. Yeah. Like, like I said, we don't get many jackfruit down here in Devon, so. It's...
2: Yeah, I don't think I think they're all imported, probably from Thailand yeah. or somewhere like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's let's move on for the jackfruit. I've let's also
2: got them. another thing as well. <laughs> oh,
0: Please tell us. Play, come on. Yeah. I
2: think it's called a Chinese turnip. It's massive. It's really long. Like a, like a mooley. Like a big, huge jazzy.
1: Is it white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes it's, it's possibly like
0: a movie <laughs> <laughs> oh god or like uh is it's definitely chinese or is it japanese it could be a daikon is that daikon i
2: don't know i'll send you a photo it's massive yeah, like it's like yeah, over that's, a, that's over a, a foot long like. okay it looks like if it, it looks like a turnip
1: pick, pickle, but, it, pickle
0: it pickle it pickle it that's what i yeah, do yeah yeah they do people daikon yeah 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 Look at look at Japanese recipes for daikon. If you if you if it is a daikon, then you can uh, (laughs) you can see that they do loads of it. It's in every literally everything you eat in Japan. So it could be that maybe give it a try.
2: Yeah, such exciting box of goodies I've got. (laughs) Any black ones? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got about f- four different types of pumpkin in there as well. <laughs> yeah. My fridge is just full up with massive vegetables and fruits. <laughs> I don't know cool. how we're going to eat so much pumpkin, but it looks yeah. good. It's going to make some good photos. You'll turn,
1: you'll turn into one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, hopefully i won't turn into a jackfruit they're pretty ugly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be an upgrade for you <laughs> all right daikon right
0: right <laughs> right. Let's, right
2: let's move on right. right. it's I've half got a of, yeah, i've okay.
1: got a little bit of an exclusive for you guys right. i always like to give you uh i think i did with the rubs that was pretty exclusive wouldn't it and uh, yeah you always give, give us a sale. big reveal so
2: big reveal just just okay. in time because we've hit our half hour point so we we'll have the go yeah. see you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we want the exclusive. Yeah. When you said at the beginning, you're like, we've got an exclusive Like, well, I'll just do that now, quick.
0: <laughs> well, um
1: I've been trying for a while now to um to do a book. I did one uh, four years ago, I think it was, the Smoky in the Wood Pit on the, the um Kindle. And um that sort of ticked over it's been nice and you know, it's a couple of quid and you know been nice but I've always wanted to get a, a, a book published as well so um, it's not been easy but I've, uh, I've got a, a, a publishing deal finally mm-hmm. and uh, yeah um, Amazing. And with a really good good publisher so I'm really chuffed with that and they, they've given me some real um, flexibility about what I can do which, which was what I wanted um, and uh, yeah so uh, I'm, I'm working furiously on that at the
2: moment. So what, oh, congratulations. Yeah, well congratulations amazing done, mate. well done what can you tell us yeah. about it then is it all too secret at the moment
1: no no so um uh yeah it's uh it's about vinta- it's about vintage hawaiian shirts oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all, all the uh styles of hawaiian shirts so i think it's going to be a bestseller
2: actually yeah but. you should try and get like a jackfruit with a hawaiian shirt r- wrapped around it yeah
1: <laughs> no no it's about it's about cooking with fire so uh um what do you know about that I, I, not, <laughs> <laughs> not too much not too much so um yeah I, I i i've grown up with sort of fire and stuff being a young arsonist as a kid and uh, um i think i've got it on a police record somewhere that i was uh, done for arson at one point but uh, oh, well done. um <laughs> 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 so I've grown, grown up with fire and I, I just wanted to um to sort of put something out there that um it's relatively sort of simple so not you know, not complicated and something that I've always felt that um you know, we're we're like um I guess a melting pot of, of flavours from around the world of fire cooking and I see that more and more at the moment. Um, a few years ago it was all about the American barbecue, brisket ribs and so on. But mm-hmm. um, the last couple of years especially things are getting more global the asado's coming on seeing people doing um, more middle eastern cooking far eastern cooking and sort of more european style so um, i wanted to sort of bring together some of my ideas on how to cook simply stuff like i was saying about the, the scallops with the chimichurri that's a very simple thing you know sim- bring simple flavors together just hopefully that will inspire people not just in, within the barbecue community but other people who just cook barbecue are looking for a few other things to do to try you know and there's, there's some of my classics going to be in there um and some some new things as well so uh you know there's i've split it in sort of intersections there's there's like your ember cooking your dirty sort of style cooking there's a smoke chapter there's uh like more grilling there's wood-fired ovens rotisserie cooking with cast iron so all of those things that um come together. It's also a little bit about campfire and fire pit cooking as well. So um I I've tried to bring together different styles and you can chop and change methods. Uh, we'll put me what one I on pre order. Oh thank you. I'll and, take one now. Uh, Sounds good to me. I've I've been doing all the photography for it as well. So it's got my, my rubbish pictures in there and uh yeah, it's a lot of work at the moment. I've got um, around a month now to finish it off and I'm about halfway through. So, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> We better stop taking I've, up your time then, mate, haven't
1: we? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm literally cook, cook, cooking uh, furiously uh, um, at the moment and uh, doing all the photos and writing recipes up and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be, be out in May, I think. So, uh, awesome. Um, can't, yeah, wait. Pretty, can't wait to see it. Pretty, Pretty excited, really.
2: Yeah. Amazing, yeah, well it's done. Really, man. really
1: amazing
0: news, mate. Congratulations, yeah. Thank you, really, really happy. To thank you. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, definitely deserve it.
1: Yeah, thank you. And I mean, you guys know it's you know, it's not easy to get a book out there. You, you did your lovely Christmas book, which is, uh, I'm sure is going to be jumping up the sales uh, uh ranking okay. soon, um, with the time of year coming up. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's really
0: exciting. So, and it's this, it's super cool to hear you doing your own photos and stuff yeah. as well, and, and stuff like that. I mean, we did that, and we, we know. How much hard work that is and we're not yeah. well ben's quite a, a good photographer but i'm uh, not and uh, i know that you are as well and you're into your photography but it is, yeah. it is it is difficult as well and, and having to i don't know i know that again that you're you're into your food styling and stuff as well so i guess yeah. for you 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 are a food photographer as well as a cook as well but but yeah, yeah. it is difficult having uh, having to do all of that stuff and uh, so i know like we've been on on sets and we've seen food stylists we've been around uh people like that and they have yeah. rooms and rooms and rooms that houses full of p- different plates and different settings and yeah. different cutlery and different knives and this and that and and when you've got someone like out on board it makes your life it takes a lot of pressure off you it takes your, it takes a lot of stuff off you and it's real hard work having to to cook everything from the book and then also cook it and, and have it there yeah. for a photo and and actually plan that photo and uh, dress the photo up and everything for the book. And it's, it's, it's a really difficult thing to do. It's definitely not easy at all. And, and I mean, it's, it's really good to hear that you're doing that. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, thank you. I, I like to try and keep it simple. I mean, my my photography, you know, um, I've always always kept it sort of very real, and um, you know, lots of wood and stuff, and and it's about the food really, rather than uh, the the sort of styling. I, I like simple sort of you know, simple looks, and uh, um, yeah, I've tried to keep it keep it um, you know. Uh, the, the publisher did say, tell me that I need to do change it up a little bit from having wood all the time in the background. So uh, um, I I'm playing with a few, few other things just to make the presentation a bit more, but it's all going to be very simple. And, and what I want is just simple things that people can cook to, to you know, if they're near a fire really. Um,
0: cool. I, Sounds good. I think I'm you. even
1: going to do a li- little bit on my indoor barbecue, my, uh, my, my log stove in indoors. So I, uh, um, you to do a little bit on that so it's just if you're near a fire that you can cook rather than any specific style um i think we all sit by fire pits and stuff and it'd just be nice to have some some inspiration to think oh yeah i can cook this on the fire pit. i don't need to get fancy with the sauces or anything just some nice simple food and um, it sounds
0: like a good book for ben actually because he doesn't have a, a clue what he's doing
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> i do i've got yeah. a jackfruit <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, like like, like like,
1: one of the recipes that I did, did the other day was um, uh, I cooked some figs in the embers,
2: um, yeah.
1: and, and they caramelize up amazing. They've got the nice skin on the outside. They sort of caramelize up, and just by putting them in the embers um, just takes them to a whole new level flavor-wise. And then I just, you know, I, I, I think I did a bit of like, uh, uh, like pepper over there, some honey, and made a salad with that. And, and it's just very simple things like that that just might – make people think stop and think and think oh i could do that and that's that's what i want is i mean pretty much every recipe in here i'm looking through the list is things that people go oh i could do that you know and uh um, that's that's what i've wanted really
2: perfect well yeah congratulations again mate and we look forward to seeing it we have to wait Thank We've got, you. To, got to wait till next year though car oh, the suspense yeah, keep, keep, <laughs> keep an
1: eye on my instagram feed and you'll get a good idea of uh, yeah, what's, of going, food, on. what's yeah. going on yeah Cool. I'm not putting everything on it, but no. uh, some of the stuff I'm doing is is going
2: on there. So awesome! Well, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming on again today, Marcus. We'll um, we want to speak to you again soon, so we'll get in for some Christmas specials with you before the yeah. season begins. So, uh, it's yeah, yeah, a little bit too early to be talking Christmas, but it's not that far away now.
1: It's not. It's not early, but uh, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I I've just been sent my first turkey. I, I do a lot of uh, food photography for. Um, different companies, and uh, quite often, usually around September, I start getting turkeys sent to me and stuff, saying, "Oh, can you do like um, some photography with the turkeys and stuff for us?" So, uh,
2: cool. Yeah, so I you're I've had my on first Christmas. turkey arrive, so
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got to dress it all up so it looks Christmassy. Be uh, <laughs> <We laughs> bored of turkey
0: by Christmas? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you, well, we you, were, literally... we were over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's all good. So. Uh,
2: cool. Yeah. Right. Well, speak to you again soon, mate.
1: Yeah, good to catch up, guys.
2: Take yeah. care. Cheers, Have man. Fun, Thanks. Cheers. Cheers bye. bye. I'm
0: the best cook. You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by Pro Q, Kamado Joe, Thermapen, and Smokewood Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume (laughs) caterer. Commando Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for field quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen instant read thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent.